0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Above the Ring. I am your host, Sam the SLB. Alongside me today is always the man behind the Twitter. To the other half of this operation, Vince Fans voice of reason. It is Scott. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Man, it's odd. You're right here again. I
1: know. What, third time in like, what, the year or two years we've done this? Two,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, we want to let you know, this is our last episode of 2021. We're calling this Final Bedlam. You know, because, you know, that was, a, that was a name at one point, you know, Bedlam. But, yeah, make sure you guys, throughout the next month, you know, feel free to check out our other episodes. Don't forget to check out Scott's Raw Review, NXT Narrative, and SmackDown Study all drop on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, respectively. Man, what a way to end this year. I know. It's been one
1: hell of a year outside of wrestling, but the wrestling that we've had this year has been
0: pretty fantastic. It has been. We could, we could talk about this all all day. I mean between the the appearances in AEW, uh the feel good moments like WrestleMania returning to form with the crowds. Um I'll 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 say right now Daniel Bryan has been the my favorite wrestler of the year, hands down.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, the man is still throwing out bangers. Which we're going to talk about one of those yes. shortly. That's yes, very true. Uh, he's just he's just flawless, and he's peak Brian Danielson, as uh, somebody I know says. <laughs> I don't know. You might know him, Scott. <laughs> ah, yeah. Some schmuck, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Record podcasts or whatever. And whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what, let, let, let me ask you. What What has been a highlight? Like, if you had to pick out one highlight from the year.
1: Oh god. Um, Honestly, I'd have to say that for me, it's been how consistent AEW has been. I know that you know it's this is what their their full third year now. Yes, and the first two years were really good. This year just continue the trend and I feel like we've gotten some of the better AEW pay per views this year.
0: Yeah, I think if we were to have a discussion and we did a top five, we have a top ten favorite pay per views of the year, it would probably go to all out. Yeah. All I mean it could even, you know, in ten years time, we could be doing top ten pay per views of the decade, and this would probably break that top ten. Yeah, I, I'd probably say so. It was probably one of the most complete AWP views that they've had. Uh, yeah, it just, I mean, in Full Gear was really good, too, but yeah. there's some magic with All Out that is just, will not be able to be touched for this. a long time. Yeah. Unless they do it next year, and then we'll be following the old NXT trend of they can't top the last one. That's very true. Well, we're going to get right into some of this news right here. Uh, we got a list of things to go through quickly. First and foremost, we want to bring this one up. Um, If you haven't seen this one, definitely, uh, yeah, you should definitely kind of look into this. This has been all over the wrestling news. I only saw it because of, you know, good old reliable Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, good old Twitter. So we had uh, sometime... Earlier this month, we had wrestler Lando Del Toro. Am I reading that right?
1: No, Lando Del Toro was the ref. Oh, he's the
0: ref. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Was stabbed in the ring by wrestler Hannibal. He's the host, I guess, of Hannibal TV. I've actually never heard of this guy. Yeah, I haven't either.
1: Um, I guess from what we had seen, I guess he was having some, some issues before this match happened and he was facing Carlito and I guess the, the ref had met with Carlito before the match said, Hey, you know, let's, he's not in a good way. Let's get this match over quickly. It did, but there was, I guess, a brawl that ensued, which I guess was part of the storyline. And then this guy decided to attack the ref. He stabbed him in the head multiple times with a pick and Lando had to go get uh, stitches done, and it was just like,
0: what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and as we're we'll reading this article in front of us by the Daily Beast, um, on Tuesday he went to hy- hypovolemic shock, which is extreme blood loss that can cause the body's organs to suddenly shut down. So this happened in the ring. He got rushed to the uh, emergency room in Dallas. He is doing fine now.
1: The The, the crazy part is that this was a family show. Like, it wasn't, like, a hardcore
0: show. And it's just like, what the... Yeah, that's all I can say. is like, what the fuck? I'm, like, you look at the photos, and... Uh, I have my own history of injuries that have been... That are cringeworthy that we could talk about on another show. Uh, but just looking at the photos of his head... Yeah. And I don't know if he's made an apology. Uh, Hannibal. I don't know, either. He may have... Uh, But this is this is some new jack shit. Yeah. Like. Pretty gnarly. Like there, and I'm not one to like jump to conclusions or be like, "This is what needs to happen." But this needs to be handled at a legal, that the legal level. Yeah, this is this is not like kayfabe. Like let's attack the raft. Like
1: this was legitimately assault. (laughs)
0: Yes, it, this is not something, I just, uncomfortable, you know, we're hoping the best for the ref um, to heal. I know there's been GoFundMes, if you come across them. Um, if we can find one, maybe we'll post one when we drop this. Yeah. You know, guys, feel free to donate. That's, it's, like Scott said, is fucked. Speaking of, let's, let's go to the brighter side of things. Yes. And this is something that I think surprised <clears throat> both of us. Yes, but I was very happy about it. <laughs> But it also doesn't surprise me. True. So, out of everything going on in the world right now, with, you know, WWE losing talent, like, I don't know, the Titanic gained water, I don't know, like it's that's really, the only thing I could. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. go down like a sinking ship, <laughs> WWE has re-signed Kevin Owens. And the thing that surprises me about this is Kevin Owens is a Ring of Honor guy. True. He's an indie guy. Yes. And he's made his name in WWE. I would have figured somebody like him would have jumped ship. I think if he was by
1: himself and not having a family, I believe you're right. He probably would have disappeared long ago. But uh, if I remember correctly, I believe he even stated that this is best for my family. So there's no point in me going anywhere. And now that he is signed or re-signed, I should say... He's now, I think, the favorite to win the fatal four way match that's coming up at WWE Day One. So, and if that's the case, your boy over here is be very
0: happy, man. I've but, always been a Kevin Owens fan, yeah. so if he wins that, I'll be happy. He's always been he's always been one of my favorite performers. Yeah. Um, in the ring, and then he was good on the mic, but I feel like he got better when he was paired up with you know the legend Chris Jericho. Yes.
1: Yes, that that festival of friendship to me still is is probably one of the best heel turns I've ever seen on somebody.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it, incredible, legendary. But this is cool, and I kind of get it. He wanted to see what both companies had to offer, and obviously, WWE has you know they're they're a wrestling company; they have the money. So you know, even though AEW has more money, um, WWE probably generate more revenue. I would, I would assume, looking at everything. And they're focused solely on wrestling. Yeah. And I
1: know, like, I've seen, like, a lot of people, are, are, are not a lot, actually, there are a lot of people that are very happy for, for KO, because, you know, obviously, they want him to succeed, they want what's best for his family, but there's always those people out there, like, oh, he's going to get cut in six months. Yeah, I doubt it. Not him. I not, mean- not him. Not him. I mean... You could look at what's going on, possibly. Well, I mean, you you could look at Bray Wyatt and be like, "Well, they cut Bray, and Bray was one of their top things." Yeah, but Vince never really understood.
0: Bray.
1: Yeah. Ko, you understand Ko? You know what's going on with Ko? Which
0: he's, which is crazy because he's not the body type that Vince. That is very true. No. But he makes up for it in other aspects. No, he does. He does, and that's it. Just it's it's one of those things, you know. It does surprise me, and I'm glad for him. Um, you could say he would have gotten lost in the AEW shuffle, which is which is fair. You know, they got a big roster right now. Yep. Um, especially with Ring of Honor no longer there. You know, where else would he... You know, he'd go to Japan, he could go to Impact, he could do other things. But, you know, good for him, happy for him. Um, let's just hope that they keep his drive going and keep him on top with, like, Seth Rollins and Reigns and whatnot. Exactly. Uh, another rumor, uh, we're going to go... We're going to jump over quickly. Supposedly, Sami Zayn has also followed suit and signed a new contract. If that's the case, uh,
1: I, I, I would definitely say that would be a second win... This week for WWE. Um, Sammy has been up and down on the card. I know recently he's been doing some fantastic segments with Brock Lesnar. Um, it's just. I thir- I've i always thoroughly enjoyed Sammy on the mic. Even in the ring. He's been a, a great wrestler. And if he sticks. This also gives us a chance to see more Kevin Owens versus Sammy Zane down the line.
0: Uh, the feud that ever ends that I never right. want to end, literally fight forever, and just yes. Yeah, and they're 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 practically like brothers, so it would probably make sense that if you know Kevin stayed, he stays. Right. So I'm I'm hoping for the best for them, you know. Again, despite my you know our gripes with the product, you know, is if they can keep superstars and keep certain people alive and going, that's that's best for business as a whole. Yep. And another quick rumor in regards to signings. Um, I guess WWE was interested in bringing Bray back at some point. I did I did
1: see that, uh, although the way things ended, I'm not sure how <laughs> how much that's actually going to happen personally. I, I, I think that that would be uh, another fantastic win for WWE, but he's gone full windom, so I don't know. I, I'm really, I, I don't know. As much as I would love for him to come back, I'm I am i am equally excited excited to see what he does going forward.
0: Yeah, if we can go back to Final Battle quickly, and you know, from what I've seen from the videos of Adam Shear, formerly Braun Strowman, showing up out of nowhere. Yep. Like, it, like, yes, sure, he's a WWE guy, but also like, he has he has star power behind him. Yep. He's you know just can you imagine Bray Wyatt doing something similar?
1: Oh man. Yeah, speaking, of, that'd be one hell of a way to control your narrative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if
0: he's involved in that? I never know. I mean,
1: there are other people that have recently
0: joined that group. It's a good thing you brought that up because I totally <laughs> forgot that. Yeah. So rumor has it right now, and we, uh, you know, here at Above the Ring, we don't like to cover rumors. We like to usually cover things in fat, you know, solid, solid information. But the rumor is right now that, and I think it was dropped by Adam Shear titan that killer cross may be joining Mm. control your narrative i think
1: that would also be oh my god a spectacular move him ec3 and titan just give them
0: all the trios titles (laughs) oh man yeah we're we're talking trios (laughs) titles with those three so this is the crazy thing and this is something i don't think whether it be vince whether it be kevin dunn whether it be nick khan uh you're seeing people work with each other that you would not have seen in that company. For some reason, they like to segment every seg, segment everybody. EC3 would have never worked with these two unless you got jobbed. Correct. Killer Cross was in NXT. Uh, Braun Strowman. Would have they ever worked together? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But like now that they're on, they're in a faction together. Yeah. It's like it's one of those things you never knew you needed. Yeah, that's very true.
1: Yeah, watching watching Final Battle and seeing Titan come out and just destroy people with EC3 and the rest of the group, it was just like, I didn't know I needed this, and now I definitely I, I need to see more.
0: Yes, we do need to see more, and, and we're kind of curious because, like we said, they showed up at Final Battle, which is the final Ring of Honor show for the f- till April, and we don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, where are they gonna show up? We don't know. We're keeping an eye. I don't know about you, Scott. I've been watching. Yes, I've been following. I'm like, where? the fuck are you guys going yeah
1: april will be very telling to see what happens with with ring of honor I, I, i'm hoping for the best you know preparing for the worst you know you gotta you gotta do due do, do, do diligence when it comes to stuff like that
0: yes so while we talk about and wait for ring of honor to come back <sighs> scott my favorite time of the year is coming up it's very true sir we are less than three weeks away wait a minute i want to i want to make sure i'm saying this right one, two, three. up. Yep. Yep. less than three weeks away from three of the greatest knights in the sport of professional wrestling. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, knights one and two and three of Wrestle Kingdom 16 have oh, been booked. Knights one and two at the Tokyo Dome and night three... P- the pro wrestling Noah uh card in I think it was the Yoko, Yokohama Japan? Yes. I'm saying that. I'm waiting for Andrew. Yo, Yokohama. Look at that. That's off the top of my yeah. head. Yeah? Waiting for Andrew to be like, oh you can't even fucking pronounce that. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, you got that call, Twin, but you know what? Your team's not making it.
1: Well don't talk about it, Sam. I don't wanna yeah. talk about it.
0: But anyway, we have nights 1 and 2 at the Tokyo Dome. Uh, the cards are announced. We're going to go through these quickly. title match is going to be super exciting. Uh, the main event, IWGP World Heavyweight title, Shingo Takage taking on Kazuchika Okada. The junior heavyweight title, Eldas Brow taking on Hiromu Takahashi. The tag titles, Dangerous uh, Techers, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi taking on Haruki Godu and Yoshihashi from Chaos. Uh, the neverweight championship match, Tomohiro Ishii taking on Evil. Uh, singles match, Katsuyori Shibata versus X. Uh, triple match here. Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and Bushi taking on Will Ospreay. Great O'Connor, Will Ospreay? That's that's wrong. That article's wrong. Double Ospreys. <laughs> All the Ospreys. What is this, an Arnold Schwarzenegger clone movie? Like, <laughs> Let's take a look. Let's, let's go to our reliable source. The infamous Wikipedia. <laughs> Jeff Cobb. Jeff yeah. Cobb, good, good, golden, glass. double Ospreys, bastard, you're fired. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get rid of that article because you garbage kid. <laughs> um, Yo versus Show, oh, that's that's interesting, huh? Ooh. Rapongi three K going one on one with each other. All right, all right, Uh, New Japan Ronbo determine uh who will challenge for the provisional KOPW twenty twenty two trophy. Okay. Oh, X is to be determined. Oh, okay, that's what that is. Da, da, da. And that's all night one. Night two, there are stipulations. I should probably open that article up. There's a lot of two to be determined here. Let's see if that other article had... We're giving you our sources from non-trusted sources, folks.
1: <laughs> well, good thing this is... This is uh, appropriately named Last Bedlam.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, January fifth, uh, a lot, of, a handful of these matches are, from my understanding, um, will happen due to what might happen on night one. So, obviously, the IWGP World Heavyweight Title, either Shingo Takage or Kazuchika Okada will be taking on Will Ospreay for the uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Title. Uh, the US Title will be uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kenta, Tetsu and Night are taking on Jeff Cobb, and I are taking on Great O'Conn. Uh, the never overweight six man tag titles. I forget these belts exist. Wow. Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, and Yo, taking on evil, Yujiro Takahashi and Sho. Did Sho join Bullet Club? Sounds like it. Wow, we are totally like. Oh, you point on your screen and I'm like, what is he hmm. look, what's he doing? <laughs> when did he join the Bullet Club? This is news. Yeah. Oh, back in September. Wow. I need to pay attention more. I need less social time with people and more time for... <laughs> Come Japan. on, Damn. <laughs> Um We got 4 way match for the KOPW 2022 trophy, so whoever wins the top four the top four finalists from the night before will move on for this match. Yep. We have our stardom match here. Yeah! Mayo Iwatani and Starlight Kid taking on Tom Nakano and Saya Kamitani... We have the IWGP Junior Tag Titles, Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask taking on Tajiri Ishimori, El Fantasmo, and Raizuke Taguchi and Rocky Romero. And there'll be a kickoff match around 4 p.m. local. But the most exciting part of this night. Night 3. Night 3. Which article is most... We're going to go with the Wikipedia article. (laughs) <laughs> Night 3 New Japan Pro Wrestling taking on Pro Wrestling Noah um, 11 matches I'm not familiar with too many Pro Wrestling Noah guys but this is a card that you guys are going to have to check out and you know this might be my, my entrance into following them and going into 2022 we might just do a whole Japan promotional segment like. But uh the the match here that me to me that sticks out Actually there's two of them here uh Suzuki Goon Taichi Minoru Suzuki and Taka Michinoku taking on Segura. Sigura I hope I pronounced that right Sigura Goon Takashi Sigura Kazushi Sakuraba and Kenta Mmm so New Japan guy going to Noah to wrestle New Japan guys.
1: <laughs>
0: and of course, Kazucho Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi are in a tag match against Kenji Mudo and Kaido Mia Kiyomi- So Kenji Muto is a legend over in Japan. He's known as the Great Muta for some people. So this is this is a this is a this is a big one. Yeah. Um, and from our understanding, this is not gonna be on New Japan World. Uh, it's going to be uh, available on Fight TV. Uh, best 25 bucks you will spend in January. 25 I hope. I'm faultily advertising. <laughs> but we're almost there. Might do a show. We might not. I don't know. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll see where I'm at. Might be in Miami. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <sighs> Say I'm on the beach in the middle of January. Well, I'm probably buried in feet of snow. <laughs>
0: Neither of us are complaining in either scenario. Yeah, no,
1: yeah, we're we're both in our element. So,
0: (laughs) so we're gonna, you know, follow up end of the year. We have a couple of shows that happened. Uh, GCW's so high. Nope, that was last week. Okay, it was the other one. What was the other one I had opened up? It was results. We're not cutting this folks. It's Blood on the Hills, that was it. So Blood on the Hills happened on the seventeenth. Uh let's see. Ninja Mac defeated Jimmy Lloyd, Ares, Gringo Loco, Jack Cartwheel and Matt Van De Griff in a scramble match. Briscoe's defeated Brody King and PCO to retain GCW tag titles. Tony Deppin defeated Nick Wayne. Uh Bussy. Did I am I reading that right? Yeah, you are. you read that correctly, sir. Defeated the Cardonas. Which then
1: led to the Cardona's quitting, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Quitting? So on the video that Matt Cardona put out this morning about that.
0: Quitting or quitting? Mm-hmm. Quitting. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Gresham defeated AJ Gray to retain the Ring of Honor title, so good to see that still yeah. being defended. Yeah. Um, Blake Christian defeated Alex Zane. J- Jacob Fatu and Matthew Justice went into a no contest. Atitius Cougar defeated Jordan Oliver in a no-rope wire match. Oof that just sounds painful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope they had the right explosions. Sparkle Excuse time. me. Sparklers? Spark- you no, know, I'm oh, sorry. It's, it's you know, they were they were appealing to a family crowd. <laughs>
1: we were promised death and destruction
0: and we got sparklers. We got it's a small world. Oh <laughs> <Yeah, yo>, god. <laughs> so we have Hopping over to NWA. This is something we're looking forward to next year. Ah, uh, next month. few weeks. Yep. NWA has a new YouTube show. Scott and I, we're into the fire on that one, too. All,
1: all ready. All ready to jump back and end and the NWA side of things.
0: Yeah, so we're, uh... yeah, Man, I'm, I'm so excited for NWA. Looking forward. I could be spending the money and supporting them and buying the, the, uh, the show like other people do. And I haven't. I haven't. Time's been busy. I got a you know, I got a lot to catch up on with New Japan and disappoint you all with my lack of knowledge. That show is in the bullet clubs <laughs> in September. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna hop right into this. Uh NWA Power from the 14th. The Hex, you know, Allison K and Marty Bell. Defeated Mickey James and Kira Hogan to retain the NWA Women's Tag titles. Uh Trevor Mardark discusses Mike Knox and Matt Cardona. I'm literally reading off of 411 Mania. Uh, Tommy Latimer promo on Nick Aldis no I want matches Aaron Stevens and Kratos defeated the Dirty Sexy Boys JTG and a a Dirty Dango I don't know sounds familiar I don't know Uh, suddenly I feel like dancing though I do too yeah (laughs) Uh, let's see yep there's the title match Billy Corgan was there then Mike Knox defeated Mims a lot of promos I'm actually might have to. I might have to pay for this one. I'm kind of curious. I'm really curious. Yeah, it's a lot going on here. Looking, look. Oh man, we got. Oh, is that? Yep. Yeah, that's James. James Mitchell. James Mitchell. And I just love this. Like, like looking at this, I feel like it's very retro but very modern.
1: Yeah, I like what they've what they've done.
0: It's so. it, it's its own thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm very excited to see them come back, or at least. Be able to go back on television or on YouTube that we can start watching it again. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I need to
0: buy some NWA merch. Okay, now one of our favorites we need to talk about. Am I looking at that right?
1: Good old Impact Wrestling.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the screenshot in front of us. I don't think it's what you think, but. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's
1: there's yeah.
0: Well, to kick off. It this week, and there's probably a whole Wrestle House segment with Scott and I. <sighs> and I know. <laughs> uh, but we're going to hop right into it. Rohit Raju taking on Josh Alexander with Alexander getting the win. Doc Gallows and Joe Doring <laughs> defeating Swan and Mac. Okay, we got questions.
1: We have lots of questions.
0: Uh,. John Skyler losing to Trey Miguel, Chris Bay and Laredo Kid with Bay defeating Laredo. Oh, I was like, "Who the hell am I looking at there?" Uh, <laughs> Taneal Dashwood defeating Jesse McKay. Contract signing: Matt Cardona, Debbie Morrissey, and Moose for the Impact title for Hard to Kill. I forgot that's coming up. Yep. Yeah. Jeez, a lot, a lot of stuff not to watch in uh, I know. January. I know. But I hope everyone else is following. We do apologize again that we're not covering it. I do miss being on the Impact Train. But we have things to talk about, Scott. Yes, sir. Wednesday. Yes. Winter has come. Yes. The war between Wang Man and Danielson. <laughs> okay, they corrected it, but I'm still gonna call him Wang Man because I can. It's true. I've read articles. I've seen videos. And you know what? It makes sense what they did here. The opening match from Winter Race was the title match. And I thought to myself, cool, we're going to kick off with the title match. This makes sense. I've been going off of the old logic where the main event is at the beginning because the kids are, uh...
1: It's Just for the totally. kids to watch.
0: Yep. Which makes sense. But I think there's more to it than that. And I wish I could credit who it was. I don't know if it was what culture, cultaholic... I don't think it was WrestleTalk. Somebody made a comment. The reason this match happened... Early in the show. And it not at the end. Wasn't probably just for that reason. But also, had they started this match at 9 o'clock, I think it would have given given what would have happened away. You would have seen the time limit. Wait a minute, why do we have one match left at 9 o'clock? Yeah. So... And I thought this would have been like a half hour. I thought Brian would have actually lost to this one.
1: Yeah, I thought at most it would have been 45 minutes. I know Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson has wanted longer matches. So I'm like, all right, this is going to, yeah, at least 30 minutes, 45 probably tops. And then all of a sudden, when this was, this was getting to like that 50 minute mark. I know you and I were texting back and forth and I'm just like, are we going to? Are we going to get a draw here? Like, are we going an hour? Is this going to happen? And then I started thinking, nah, they're not going to go an hour and do a draw. They're going to do like 55 minutes, and then some ridiculous thing's going to happen, and then somebody's going to get the pin. I was in the same boat as you. I didn't think Hangman was going to lose his first title defense. But when he hit that buckshot lariat at the very end, I'm literally screaming at my television, pin him! <laughs> pin him! And then before he can even crawl over, I hear the bell ring, and I, little, I just put my hand, head in my hands, and I'm like, oh, my God, they did a full 60-minute draw. Oh, my God. That was a match that, God, so many emotions I went through watching this match. Um, I loved how Brian Danielson was just a complete and utter prick in the beginning of this match. <laughs> Yes, and the the pacing was great. Um, I loved the slow in the beginning, and then it got super, like, hectic in the middle, and then obviously you could see the exhaustion, so they're slowing down towards the end, and then they start hitting their big moves on one another, and it's like, oh my god, what's going to happen? And then it's a draw, so I'm like, I'm not upset about this. I want, obviously, a rematch Obviously, now we want a no limit draw, which means if we get to watch them wrestle for an hour and a half, I will not complain. <laughs>
0: but also remember, there's somebody else out there who needs a, uh, who is going to want a rematch. That's
1: very true. Who
0: also has uh, a time limit draw on Danielson.
1: Very true. I, I,
0: there's a there's a handful of people that said this felt like a WWE match where they were boring and slow. No, no, they this, are they are wrong. They they yeah, I would. <laughs> they I, are wrong. My argument is that it's more like a New Japan match. This felt like Mm. Kenny's last match against uh, Okada. I even texted that to you, like, 15 minutes in. I'm like, this feels like a New Japan match. Yeah, the pacing was great. Yeah, it was slow at times, but I don't know. has Daniels... um, Danielson obviously could keep up, especially at his age. Yep. Um, I don't know if Hangman's ever done something like this. Like, this was a big move for
1: him. Maybe not on TV, no. No. Like I said, this was peak Brian Danielson.
0: (laughs) This was in, (laughs) like... I don't know. I mean, we could have discussions back and forth who had the better match. Yeah. Paige or Omega with Danielson. I don't know. Like, I can't... Like, they are on the same level. They're at least here. Yeah. There's there's nothing... I can't say, oh, this one was worse. Right. I think the only thing for
1: me is I kind of hoped that the Omega-Danielson match
0: went an hour. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that was um, <sighs> the pacing was good. You know, he had that table spot. There were moments where I thought Danielson was going to take it.
1: Yeah. No, you Yeah, you were very. You were very right. You
0: know, it's just you guys need to go back and watch this match. If you've already done so. Yep. This match just <sighs> this is this was this was obviously the moment where I like like I just said at the beginning of it. Brian Danielson was my highlight of 2021. Yeah, and if you didn't watch this match, or if you watched the match and you didn't come back from that, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, don't know what to tell you. Yeah,
1: I mean, we've definitely seen the bre- the, bre- the best, the best Brian Danielson of that we've ever seen, and it's funny. Like I keep saying, like he's peak Brian Danielson because I like to separate Brian Danielson and Daniel Bryan. Yes, they are obviously the same person. But their 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 work between both companies is, I would say, almost night and day. Yeah, and it's not because Brian Daniel, uh, oh my God, Daniel Bryan was a bad wrestler. It's just the way he was handled was significantly different than how he is now. So that's why I like to separate it. It's kind of like a out of body experience for him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's like saying.
1: Like I would have loved to have seen this Brian Danielson as Daniel Bryan.
0: Yeah, and they would not have done it. No. No. That's like, you know, I know a lot of people don't like Dean Ambrose. I loved Dean Ambrose. I thought his character was great. Yeah.
1: But, but he was honestly, he was a toned down John Moxley.
0: Yeah, and Moxley is a I know people who hate who hated Ambrose and they were like he's like my favorite wrestler now. Right. Like he just
1: he's when you get a little bit more creative freedom and you're able to actually go out there and be a psychopath in the ring, like his old, you know, CZW days, to an extent, then, yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, I, I... I need to know what happens next. What comes next? Yeah, I don't know. What comes next, Scott? Well,
1: they'll talk about it, I'm sure, on Dynamite, so during their Winter Bash... Holiday Bash or whatever Bash it's going to be. Bash at the Beach. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> the monster
1: Mash, whatever.
0: Yeah, and then we have Rampage next on Christmas night, which is an interesting move. Yeah at, an, uh, yeah, at 9 o'clock instead of the normal 10, which is
1: also interesting. Because I don't... Well, it's on Christmas Day, so that wouldn't matter. Because Christmas is on a Saturday. So SmackDown is still on a Friday, so that wouldn't matter.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's definitely pre-taped, because I know Tony Khan's made that a a reason to be like, you're spending the holidays with your family. Right, which is nice. I wish other companies would do that. (laughs) Why, would is WWE going to be live? Is Specter going to be live? Of course it is. Of course it is. Because you don't want people home for Christmas with their families? What are you talking about? Uh, so following that, we had Matt Sidell taking on Wardlow. Um, quick squash match. I like how we're getting a little bit of Wardlow here. Um... This is what I will say. After having an hour match, you need something quick to kind of let the crowd dissipate. This may have been the weakest part of the night.
1: But I think it served its purpose. And also, I don't know if you caught this, but I think this is also starting to plant seeds for Wardlow to make an exit. From the pinnacle,
0: yes, I think that's that's the big part here. Yeah, because even Sean Spears was like, "Yo, we, you know, we gotta go pick him up his champagne." So when he wins tonight, yeah, that and the fact that he wanted Wardlow to not
1: <laughs> inflict so much damage on Sidell, and then he purposely gets in the ring and starts beating Seidel with a chair in front of Wardlow, and it's just like, wait, is he just trying to show him up? And like I'm saying, like I felt like watching that, was, they're sprinkling some seeds here that Wardlow is going to have himself an exodus. And we may be seeing your, you may be seeing a top star being formed in 2022.
0: Yeah, because he's always been like the, his his number two. Yeah. You know, he's just been like the, he's been like the henchman. Yep. And I think from day one, I've always seen Wardlow as this guy has like that ruthless aggression era look and feel to him. Yep. Like early Batiste, early Randy Orton, Triple yep. H, you know, kind of... I think he has that energy and I think he's going to be able to do it and I I want to see when... Don't do it right away! But I like how... Even, I think, a week or two ago they did some small things.
1: Yep. The, yeah, they're just... They're,
0: they're throwing it out there
1: and that people so people can catch on to it and the moment he turns on MJF, I think it's going to be great. And... You want to talk about what's possibly next? It might be MJF's time to go after Hangman. Perfect time to pull the trigger for Wardlow to um, take out MJF.
0: Interesting. Interesting. I would take that. I would take that. So would he win the title and then take out MJF and then get the title after him?
1: Cost MJF the title.
0: Cost him the title. Ooh. ooh. Because then
1: it puts MJF and Wardlow into immediate feud.
0: Oh, I like that booking. That's good booking. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, hypothetically, and this is what I was thinking, hypothetically, you know, maybe he's there when Hang when um, MJF gets it. He kicks the shit out of MJF and, you know, he somehow weasels his way into a title shot. He could, I would think, only it would be a little too quick for
1: Wardlow to get immediately thrust into that title. Yeah, country. and that
0: was to be the thing. You wouldn't want MJF to have the title for like a month. Correct. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, so after that, we had, and I, oh man, this talk about long term feuds. Yeah. Hikaru Shida taking on Serena D. This was another banger. It was. It was. In, in in some ways, I'll be honest with you. I think their matches get better. Yeah. Uh, this was this was a solid solid match between these two. Um, with Shida getting the W over Deeb. I don't know. What's their record right now? Are they... Uh, well, this was the third match. So um,
1: Hikaru Shida has two wins now. to Deeb's one. And I think that this is finally
0: the end of that feud. Finally ending. Yeah. And obviously Shida is the first wrestler to have uh, 50, 50, 50 wins. 50 yep. Yes. Um. Yes. Before we go to the main event, we had a promo we need to talk about it's true you know somebody's eyes not looking too good it's getting worse yeah it's getting ugly it is um and you know, malachi black had a nice cool promo in this dark very old looking house which i kind of laughed when he was outside of it and it's like oh yeah he's in florida because you saw the palm trees yeah yeah, yeah. i was expecting maybe it would have been like someone like his home of, was it, is he in Norway, Netherlands? Amsterdam. Amsterdam, Amsterdam. Um, but, he mentioned, he's, he's talking about somebody and he's talking about this king. Yeah. That's going to join them. Yeah. And you and I were both kind of like, who the fuck is he talking about? Yep. Not even thinking, not even thinking. And he, then it dawned on us. <laughs> yeah, I came across the article about... AEW signing former Ring of Honor star Brody King. And when I the pieces came together, I had one of the biggest oh shit moments. Yep. Then proceeded to blow up my phone and then I had one as well. I was like, oh my god! If and when this happens, which actually it will, I want... uh, And Tony Khan has promised more announcements in the coming weeks. Yep. This also brought up uh, an article
1: that I that that I saw um at some point last week, somebody had did like a fantasy booking when it came to um potential people for the House of Black. Yeah, and I came across a name that we talked about this actually last night. A couple weeks ago, the varsity blondes are now doing an interview. Lights go out. lights come back on. Malachi blacks there. And he sprays the mist of Julia Hart. And at that point, we're like, Who the, why? Like, what the hell is going on? What was the point of this? On that article that I read, Julia Hart's name was a part of the group, which made a lot of sense, because whatever this mist is going to do to this quote-unquote king, I feel like it's going to do to Julia Hart as well. Now I really want to see a heel Julia Hart Yeah. add to this group.
0: Now you got me wondering, didn't he wrestle Brody King recently?
1: Yes, I believe it was for um, PWG, I believe, but they have history, anyways, on top of things. So the fact that if they're bringing if they're bringing Brody in, and they have them group up together, you bring in Julia Hart. I, I the other two names escape me, unfortunately, at the moment. But if you have an actual House of Black. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. Oh, right here. Birdie King and Malachi Black win PWG tag team titles back in September. There it is. So that's coming. But we also have something else. Sometimes I forget about the promos, and then we start talking about certain things, and other things come up. We had a good old Super Click promo. (laughs) Ha! Yes. Another wonderful piece of work. Adam Cole promises next, or this week, we're going to get a... He has a surprise... If we're wrong on what the surprise is, I'm going to be shocked. True. There's
1: no way it's not who we... Th- I'm just going to get the guitar ready just start playing in the
0: air. It's going to happen. I swear to God. Kyle O'Reilly shows up on Wednesday, and we get the mm, era in <laughs> AEW. <laughs> Can't here, <laughs> no, we can't say that here, Sam. Um, yeah, we can't say that here. And like you said, you know, this could be okay. They have Bobby Fish with them. Yep. And they got Kyle O'Reilly. Yep. What if you wait till Kenny gets back? That would be the way to do it, I think. I'm, I'm telling you, yeah, I agree. Like, I, I've been,
1: I've been screaming this from the mountaintops. Adam Cole is there to destroy the elite for what they did to him before he left for
0: WWE. Yeah, if you guys haven't done so, I don't know what episode of Being the Elite it is, but yeah, they kill him. Yep. They killed him, and then when Britt got signed, I think it was that All In, or when she got signed to AEW, the first that first episode, it's like, oh yeah, you want to talk about the elephant in the room? And like, oh yeah, well what what about? And like, yeah, you killed my boy, and it just cuts to the opening credit, like it just cuts. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that. Uh, If I come across it, I'll let you know. Little things like that. Um, Yeah, wild, wild. I think we got a lot of shit going on. If we if we get what I dubbed the era
1: versus the elite, Oh, man,
0: was, was, that
1: that could main event double or nothing. Yes. No titles involved. Don't even need it. Story the story writes right itself. A-
0: absolutely. Um, There's it something. That's not what I wanted. What else was there? oh man there was something else, there was something else. Um, was it Dynamite where there was a cock tease where the FTR came out and the lights went out?
1: Yes. And we thought it might have been Oh this
0: was, it was after the the main event. It was after the main event. Okay, so we'll talk about that in a minute, guys. Um Dante Martin versus MJF. I this first and foremost, we're gonna cut to the bat the chase here. MJF Three for, that's it. We were we we, we were betting on Dante. We're like Dante's gonna be the one yeah, to do it. I thought I thought they'd pull the trigger,
1: um, but I should have realized that Ricky Starks would find his way to get involved because Team Taz got screwed during the actual Battle Royal. But MJF three for three on the Diamond Battle Royal and the matches to win. Um, and then after that, I believe it was what FTR came out. And attacked Dante. And then the lights went out. And at this point, I think you and I both blew up each other's phones at the same time. Thinking, oh my god, it's them boys. It's the Briscoes. Because at Final Battle, you have FTR show up. Brawl with the Briscoes. And I'm thinking, oh my god, this is the perfect time to introduce them. Continue the continuity of what happened at Final Battle. But it ends up being Sting and Darby. And I'm like, oh... I mean, yay, but, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it
0: was, they're waiting, they're, that you know what, yeah. it, it's, it's not the worst thing that happened. No, no,
1: absolutely, absolutely. But it was just like, this would have been literally perfect, like, it worked out so well time timeline-wise, and then it's just like, ah, shit. <laughs> well, if I'm not mistaken, Battle for the Belts is coming up. That is true. Uh, I, I believe
0: that's the second week of January? Yeah, and I don't know if. January 8th. Ah, same day as the Tokyo Gnome. No, oh, actually, Yokohama.
1: Yeah, only one card on the uh, the docket
0: so far. It's Brit versus Riho. Oh, we still have that to go, That's don't we? That's true. There's a chance for them to show up. I think if they're going to show up, it's here. That could be good. It could be. This, this would be the way to kick off the year. Mm. Um. But yeah, this match again. MJF don't wrestle often, but when he does, he definitely with, with the right opponent too. Yeah, absolutely. So like, I know he. Did, I don't want to say squash matches, but he you know he does his che- he cheats you know to to win like a good heel does. Right. A good bad heel does you know very complicated. Yep. Um, but this is this was good. This was a lot of fun. Um, I believe this was the one where Dante almost face planted. Like, was it him I'm thinking of where he did off the ropes? Or Am I thinking of last night? We watched Rampage. Uh, who came off the top rope and like just barely missed their opponent. I think actually yeah, I think actually it was Dante. It was like you know, Dante's like knee to hit MJF's like face and his yes. Dante came down like stomach first. Yeah. It was that was close. Um No, this was this like you said, FTR came out and um, People are gonna be pissed. Look, that ring was made for MJF for one reason or another. That's, I think, their way of giving him a title without giving him a title right now. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but Dante, like I said, fifth pillar. Yes. Fifth pillar.
1: Well, maybe sixth, because, you know, Britt takes that. Well, I don't know, because Britt and MJF seem to be interchangeable for that fourth one. So, no, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was a good, good, oh, man, winner is coming. We watched Rampage. Actually, we mentioned PWG, and I'm going to jump quickly. Um, we do have Battle of Los Angeles coming up the end of the month. Mm -hmm. This is something I've always wanted to watch. Unfortunately, this is, you know, PWG shows are either you're there or you wait for the DVD to come out. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. But I guess it's something we need to do. It's very true. But we have a list, and there's actually a handful of talent from AEW here. We got Jonah, we got Alex Shelley, Kevin Blackwood, Leo Rush, Black Taurus, Daniel Garcia, Jack Cartwheel, Bandito, Lee Moriarty, and Davey Richards. So... I don't know how many entrants they usually are. Is it 30?
1: I, I believe so. I'm not 100% sure on that, but um, this one has always been... This Battle for Los Angeles has always been one of the biggest events for them. So I'm, I'm... I'm,
0: Probably one of the biggest events in the independent scene, too.
1: Yeah. And you literally get pretty much anybody who's anybody goes to that show. Yeah, so maybe, maybe we should
0: take a trip out there one day.
1: That would be nice. I would, I would, I would not, I would not be upset about
0: that. (laughs) Me neither. So, Rampage, a lot going on. Oh, man, why am I yawning? A lot going on in this hour episode. Yeah. We we, we didn't get to live tweet it, um, and you guys out there heard us or didn't hear us. We're, we were out and about, you know, trying to get pictures of (laughs) Spider-Man, uh, that's all I'm going to say about that movie. I'm not going any further. Yep. Um, and I know, I think Stephen, out of Canada, Stephen, this is out for you. We got the that gif, it's like, you know, what was it the dog on the owner? You know, yeah, the... <laughs> trying to tell him to wake up, because,
1: you know, because we try to always be on the ball when it comes to, to live tweeting SmackDown and um, Rampage on on Fridays, and, you know, it's, it's, it's Spider-Man. That, and it's the holiday season, I'm here in Rhode Island doing this live with Sam instead of us doing it from our, our two locations. So
0: we, we just felt like
1: this was due.
0: Very much so. so. We live like we're in college again, and I think you and I are both like, oh my God, right. I want to
1: die. Yeah. And going forward for next week, uh, like you said, this is the last uh, Above the Ring episode of the year. Um, there will not be a Raw review, an NXT narrative, or a SmackDown study Next week as well, going into the new year, they will come back when. Not a hundred percent sure. It depends. It's the holidays. We want to take a little bit of a break. I feel like to recharge the batteries, and then we'll dive right back into things. Going in January, I know Sam's going to be in Florida, spending some time on the beach, being all Carlito and all that stuff. That's just cool. So, yeah. <laughs> Cause he spits in the face of people who don't do like to be cool. Good, even though it's a pandemic, so yeah, it's a little, little, little
0: questionable tactics stuff. <laughs> do it from six feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh uh, boy. Yeah, but uh, give or take, uh, probably uh, Rumble Weekend. Mm. But we will, we'll, we'll fill you guys in as you uh, know we, we get close to that point in time. We yep. want to focus on our our relaxation. Rampage. Kicked off with an eight-man tag: Young Bucks, Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole taking on Chaos, Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, and Rocky Romero. What a again! <coughs> what a banger!
1: This was a lot of fun to watch, especially when you have the best friends and then uh, Riponky Vice, Adam Cole, and Orange Cassidy. Just the the intermixings of everything.
0: It's just... This This was a fun match to watch. It was, it was. There was so many... So much going on here. I... I forgot who to... If it was Matt... Who, like, was, like, walking the rope... Like, it was nothing... At one point. And then Orange Cassidy did the same thing with one hand in his pocket... Because that's I, yeah. what he does. Yeah. Uh...
1: People need to stop sleeping on Orange Cassidy. Yes, the man
0: is like a sloth in the ring... But when he can go... He can go... <laughs> I love I love when Matt and Nick got pulled out of the ring again, and I think Orange comes out and he looks at Adam Cole, kiss of the cheek, and he's just like, oh, he's like, pissed off. <laughs> Those two together
1: are perfect. Just the way, the way Adam Cole is with his his facial expressions, it just it, it he feeds in so well to everything that's going on. And I know a lot of people like to bitch and complain because Adam Cole is not a main eventer. He doesn't always have to be. People need to realize that they have to cycle through people. Adam Cole is with the elite right now, so obviously you have Bobby Fish there as well. Maybe Kyle O'Reilly starting next week or this week coming up. Who knows?
0: And then the real fun can start. Who knows? Yeah, there's a there's a lot going on here. There's a lot, but this this is great. There's a lot of fun here. Uh, probably my favorite match of Rampage. Yeah, I do like that Trent got the victory here as well. Yes, he did. He got the so. pin over Bobby Fish. I know Fish has been getting the pin a lot, but uh, you know I'm not. It probably makes sense.
1: Yeah, honestly, out of everybody, I think you know Bobby's the uh, obviously he is the oldest out of the bunch, and he's the vet- biggest, the, you know, the, the veteran, and he doesn't he can eat the pins, and it won't it won't do anything to him.
0: Yeah, exactly. So one of our favorites is back. <laughs> we got the return of Dan Lambert uh... with Men of the Year. This was this was a lot of people hate him. People hate Lambert, but I'll it... tell you, he's like. The, he's an amazing shit talker.
1: He is. He's really good on the uh, on the uh, on the mic. Uh, I like the fact that he came by himself with Men of the Year. We don't need America's top talent. There. They can they can stay fighting people in a cage. It's fine. Lambert Men of the Year. This is what it should have been always from the beginning.
0: I wonder if that was initially just for like a co promotion. I'm sure it was. You know, and maybe now they don't need him, and they're like, "Yo, actually, Lambert's really good. We could use him." Yeah. You know, but this was good. I mean, granted, I don't think I, they need to be given. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page the microphones too. Yes, that's that's my only thing. Ethan Page was one of my favorites in Impact when I was starting to watch it. Yeah, you know, um, Scorpio Sky also not a bad talker at no, all. not
1: at all. Not I at mean, all. that's
0: where the SoCal and Censors stuff started. Exactly. Um, but it was good, and then also we had Cody coming out, mm. which was uh, weird not the not the person I was expecting to come out.
1: Yeah, uh, well I mean he was trash talking Cody and Nick Khan throughout the whole thing. So it kind of made a little bit of sense why Cody yeah. would come out there.
0: And then Dustin and Sammy came out. Yep. Sammy made
1: sense. Yeah, I mean especially with Cody because Sammy and Cody are going to be fighting one another
0: for the TNT title, I believe, uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, and I wonder and I wonder with Sammy coming out, I wonder if one of them is going to get that title, the TNT title. It's
1: possible. I mean, honestly, I would I would love to actually have Men of the Year win the tag titles first. <laughs> and then have them go after um, maybe another singles belt after that. Because hmm. I think idea. Men of the Year deserve a title run in their own right. You also want to give um, Scorpio Sky what? It would be, what, his third tag title? Or wait, maybe
0: the second. Yeah, he didn't win it again. No, who won it? Nobody's won it a second time. The TNT title is the only belt that's been held twice. Yeah. By one person ah no <laughs> no no, no I'm, now I'm now i'm I'm questioning myself
1: because I know Cody had it twice did um birdie Lee have it twice uh that's what I was thinking
0: A-W-T-N-T. championship <laughs> Cody birdie Cody Darby, Miro, Samuel. No, so it's just Cody. But, what about the women's title? I feel like, did Rio have that twice? No. Did
1: Sheeta have it twice? No. I think the women's title, I don't think there's been a repeat champion.
0: So then there's been no repeat champion with the tag titles either? Yep. Okay. I want to make sure. So the TNT title is the only one that's had a repeat champion. Ah, okay. So, following whatever happened there and what we're going to get from there, I'm curious. Yeah. We had Ty Conti taking on Penelope Ford in a submission match. Mm Mm-hmm. We'd see, Ty Conti, like, give her all, like she does with her, uh, her actual, you know, martial arts training. Yeah. Um. You had the bunny on the you know, the side. Yeah. And uh, Jay was there on
1: the other side, so at least it wasn't, you know, two-on-one the whole time. But, yeah, it was nice to see uh, Ty Conti get the win here. Um. A bit of, I don't know if you caught this this morning, but apparently... There's some drama going on online, which well, her because it's the internet wrestling community. No, oh, jeez. I mean, who would have guessed? Um, apparently, there was something going on with Sammy Guevara. I guess him and his fiance have, have broken up. Yep. And the internet wrestling community decided that this was Ty Conti's fault. And they bullied her off of Twitter. She has now deleted her Twitter account. And, yep. So, once again... The internet wrestling community has struck and we have lost, uh, an account that's been nothing but positive.
0: You guys need to learn to mind your own fucking business right there. Like, geez. <laughs> so
1: I, 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 saw that this morning and I was just like, well, I got to mention this on, on the podcast, but it's just
0: like, yeah, that's just, it's look, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's put it like this. If she is the cause of it. Sure. That's sleazy. It's messed up. Right. But also, you guys are jumping to conclusions out there without, you know, any evidence. Yeah. Without any, And not you guys particular. You know, you you guys, the fans, you know, know the ropes, Justin, Steven, you yeah. know. We all know the good guys out there. We know you guys. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there that do this, and it's it's, it's very aggravating. It's why I don't... I usually don't engage with people on Twitter.
1: Yeah, no, and, and I try to always keep things positive uh, because... It, it... It takes more. It takes more energy to get upset about things than it does to just be like, all right, whatever. Let you, let you run yourself into the ground. It's fine. But when you have somebody who's always been like nothing but positive on this on this pla- on that platform and always it really engaged with their fans and whatnot, and now get constant attacks for something that she most likely did not do. <laughs> yeah, and so, again,
0: if she did, yo, know, yeah, it's fucked up. But you know. He Innocent still. until proven guilty? Exactly. Um, yeah, so we're gonna... We're on Ty's side. Yeah. We got you, girl. Yeah. So we had another crazy main event here. Uh, this 10-man tag, Lucha Brothers, Kingston, Sanhani, and RT, taking on 2.0 Garcia and the Acclaimed. Wow, let me tell you. Yo. Eddie <laughs> Kingston and... Oh, man, which one? Matt Parker?
1: Yeah. I believe is... This one, yeah.
0: <laughs> their exchange—he's the best part of two Is like Mike. Not that, bo- I mean, both of them are great. Yeah, but he—he he just like their exchanges, incredible. Yeah. And especially where like Eddie Kingston just walked away after, at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and they they're like, yeah, yo, 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 Mark, do your thing, you know, Yo, main event, yeah. but you know, yeah. It's yeah. Eddie
1: Kingston is—he is a gem. And if you want to talk about like actual people, like you talked about Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston for me would be like a standout in AEW. Just oh, the, how his, perfect. His, how he's risen throughout this entire year.
0: Yeah, especially not that he wasn't a nobody.
1: Right. Yeah, he was the, always a somebody, but he's definitely had he he's been given that platform, especially this year, and it's just been it's been a joy to watch.
0: Incredible. He's incredible. Uh, but this match was great. This was fun. You got to see a lot of everyone. Let's 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 start at the beginning here. With the acclaim to coming out, and I forgot, he had one line. Matt Castor said one thing. Yep. And they, almost immediately they got jumped. By everybody. <laughs> I forgot what the line was, but it was like ridiculous. Well, they were in
1: Texas, so they talked about JFK.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it. They made the JFK comment. Yeah, we had a whole conversation about that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> So it was like he said that and then they got jumped and I'm like wow that was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> but this match was great. I thought it would just had you got to see the best of everybody. Um Daniel Garcia got the pin over Kingston. It was like a roll up. The the, the
1: the that's the one thing about this match that did not did not work well. Like I understand the roll up, but it was in the way that it happened and it looked like Kingston kicked out and then Rumsberg like no he got pinned. And everybody was confused. It was just. Then he. Um, uh, Kingston gets attacked by everybody, and they end up hitting him with the boombox with the chain on it. And then. Um, Jurassic
0: Expression Christian coming come out. in. Come in and
1: make the save, yeah. So it was
0: just. It was a little awkward at the ending, but the match leading up to that was, was great. hmm. And then we had, you know, we had that standoff with Jurassic Express and the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. Jungle Boy
1: giving back the titles. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> they, in, like, this was, this was a good episode of Rampage. It uh, was. Great way, to, I think, to, add, not that it's the end of the year, but we still have two, two episodes left. It's, it's been a year, Scott.
1: Yes, it has been. It's been a year. Yeah, like, we, we, obviously, we're not going to do another episode for the year, but we'll definitely be talking about what happens um, more than likely, we'll, we will be live tweeting uh, the shows still, uh, so just pay attention to to Twitter and you know engage with us, and we'll uh, we definitely want to have a conversation about what's going to be happening throughout the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, uh, and guys, if there's anything you want us to get involved with, we were, th- we were thinking about potentially opening a Discord so we can start having conversations with you guys about wrestling one-on-one. Yep. Or just group chats. I think it'd be a good good chance. Something. Um, something we'd like to pursue and grow our audience and our engagement with you guys. Cause we're not always on Twitter and sometimes it's a little more difficult. That's very true. Especially if it's like, anytime there's a message that comes through and Scott answers it. I always assume Scott's reading them, <laughs> but I bet you there's been a couple of them that have been for me. I try, I try my best to stay on
1: top of things. And yeah, if there's something that does come in for you, I normally will, will, will be like, hey, yeah, so-and-so is trying to, trying to ask a question. Uh, But yeah, definitely, we're definitely looking into a Discord. Let us know what else you guys think would would be good for for engaging with us, and
0: we'll definitely get it going. Year two, nah, we can get technical. Year two of the podcast is in the books. That's true. This is what, year four of Bedlam uh, above the ring? Correct. On Twitter? Yep. Wow, wild ride. We're going into year three and five. Yes, sir. We just cracked six K on Twitter. Thank you guys for following. Yes.
1: Uh it's just been it's been one hell of a ride and we can't wait for to see what twenty twenty two brings us.
0: And we have some shit. Some serious shit for twenty twenty two coming up. Sir. We are excited. You guys need to pay attention. Guys, you join the bedlam. That's pretty much what I'm gonna say. <laughs> but before I send us off, Scott, anything else you wanna add? Well, I hope everybody has a very happy
1: holiday, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah. Joyous Kwanzaa. Yes. Everything. Hope you all have just a wonderful time and a very happy new year. We love you guys. We appreciate all of you for following, for listening, for downloading, for telling us we suck, telling us we're fantastic. Everything. We appreciate it all. And we all hope you guys have a wonderful time
0: that we do and if you don't already do so please make sure you follow us on twitter at above the ring you'll find us on facebook instagram and youtube at above the ring you can find myself as sam the sob official and scott as Scotty j stream don't forget to follow ship it studios this partnership that we started this year has been incredible they've given us incredible things and they're going to give us even more incredible opportunities coming up in 2022 Cannot make sure you follow them on everything twitter youtube facebook they have a website we do have merch don't forget to add the merch it's another podcast we want to mention, Back to the Ring. Our boys, Mr. Zach and The Riddler, take old matches, put a new talent, and rebook the matches. Definitely worth following as well. We are on all streaming platforms. Let us know if there's something you want us to be on, and we will put ourselves on there. On your streaming platform, please make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. Tell people why Ship It Studios and Above the Ring this is the podcast of your choosing and why they should listen to us as well. Guys, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. Don't forget to ship it. And as always, do not forget to join the Bedlam.
1: Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm
0: Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you.
1: Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time?
0: Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too.
1: It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and
0: happy listening.